0: Welcome to Coffee Powered Systems, equipping women with actionable steps to overcome overwhelm and streamline business and life. So grab your favorite drink and come hang out with me. I'm your host, Miranda Merton. Happy Friday! Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Powered Systems. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink and join me today for our Friday episode. I am having a water today. What are you drinking? I haven't asked you that in a while. As a matter of fact, why don't you tag me on Instagram or comment on one of my most recent posts and let me know what you do while you listen to your favorite podcasts. Are you working out? Are you working? Are you sitting and having a drink? Tell me what you're doing. Right now, I wanna talk to you about consistency and self-discipline. I have had huge issues with being consistent. And I want to talk to you about this today because I have seen a lot of this come up lately with not being able to be consistent with what you're putting out or posting on social media. This is coming up a lot and maybe it's because it's getting towards the end of the year. We're already halfway through Q3. We'll be going into Q4 soon. And Usually towards the end of the year, we start to get a little bit more lax, maybe we reevaluate what we've done so far in the year, and we either realize that we have been consistent and stuck to our plan and what we've done or what we set out to do since the beginning of the year, or we notice that we've dropped off a little and now we wanna start ramping up again and figure out a plan of how to be more consistent. And granted, 2020 has been quite a year. No one saw this coming. And it seems like every month there's something new. Beirut just happened. I mean, every time you turn on the news, something big is going on. And no one saw any of this coming. So if you haven't been consistent this year or you haven't put your plans into action the way that you wanted to give yourself a little grace and reevaluate and then kind of decide what you want to do as we finish up this year, as we wrap up these last four to five months. But I want to let you know what I have been doing to tackle or handle my inconsistency over the last years and give you this seven step method for daily self-discipline, because really being consistent is just all about self-discipline, right? It's really hard to be consistent if you are not holding yourself accountable. So the two go hand in hand for sure. So if you're one of the ones who found yourself this year getting a little bit off track, not being as disciplined as you would like, what we're gonna do today is walk through some steps that you can do to maybe help increase your self-discipline a little bit. So as I walk through these seven steps with you, If you have been having uh, issues with consistency, take note or jot something down or, you know, make a mental note and see if some of these might help you out or might help you kind of get back on track. So the first step is admitting that you do have a problem. Denial isn't going to help you in this case. You do have to understand yourself and you have to know when you do have a problem with being consistent or being disciplined. I know exactly the times when I am going to be a little bit more lax on my schedule. It's usually a certain time of day or a certain time of the week. You know, when the weekends start rolling around, Thursdays, Fridays, or middle of the day, like middle of the afternoon, I get a little lull where I don't want to do as much. So take note of those times and make sure you're not doing things or scheduling things around those times that... It's going to be really hard to follow up on if you can say to yourself i have a problem getting things done and it's because i lack self-discipline then that's taking responsibility for the problem and that means you're ready to take action and do something about it so that is going to be your first step and not everyone has the same problem with self-discipline we're all different We all have different reasons for doing things. We all have different reasons for functioning the way that we do. So it's important to not only understand the problem, but also understand why you and your personality is giving you this perspective. So here's the three things you need to consider on that front. You have to know your why, and it sounds super generic, because everybody says it, but it really is true. You also have to know your working style. You might be trying to force yourself to work in a way that doesn't fit your personality because you think it's the right way to work or you think that's how you should be working or that's when you should be working. If you think being a morning person and getting right to work at seven or 8 a.m. is what you should be doing, but don't try to fit yourself into this box if it's not actually working for you. It's okay to change, it's okay to evaluate what's working and what's not working. So once you figure out your working style, that's gonna help as well. You know, some people like to work in silence with the office door closed. Some people like to turn music on. Um, I have a productivity playlist. You can get that for free on my website. It's inside the productivity pack. Um, It's a link to a Spotify playlist. I listen to that sometimes because sometimes I do want some music in the background. Now, it depends on what I'm working on, whether or not I put music on or whether or not I can listen to a podcast or, you know, sometimes I'll put TV on in the background. But it depends on the task, right? I can't have Survivor watching in the background if I'm trying to write a blog post. In those cases, I do need a cup of coffee and some silence because I need to get in a certain zone. So you have to also know your work style. So step two, after you have admitted that yes, you're, you've got a problem and yes, you are ready to move forward and take action, that's when you are going to create and maintain your daily rituals. And we've all heard of having daily rituals, some people have rituals for business and personal, Uh, some people have morning rituals, nighttime rituals, maybe even midday rituals, and whatever you call them. You don't have to call them rituals as long as you determine that there are certain triggers and habits that you do every day to get you in a certain mindset, then these things soon become super automatic, And they require less energy for you to complete because it becomes a habit form and trigger that enables you to work better. If you've tried switching your routines for more productive ones and it's still not working, here's a few things you could try. Number one, you're probably trying to do too much at once. The thing is, when we start deciding that we're going to switch things up and start doing new things and implement better habits, we try to throw them all in there all at once. Like, I'm gonna read before bed. I'm gonna drink all the water. I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna do some yoga. I'm gonna do some meditation. And you try to incorporate it all at once. And what happens? You do it for a couple days. You incorporate Hal Elrod's morning savers routine. And it takes 30 minutes to do this ritual that you just started and it becomes too much. When you're trying to incorporate new things, Just try to incorporate one thing at a time. If you're going to drink the water, try to drink the water for two weeks. The problem is that we are impatient, right? For me to say, I want to start five new habits, but I'm going to incorporate one habit at a time for three weeks at a time. So you're telling me it's going to take me three months before I even get all of my habits uh, taken care of. That sounds like such a long time, right? So that's why we tend to throw everything at it all at once, because We think we've got the willpower and we've got the self-discipline. We know what we want to do. So we think we can absolutely do it. But at the end of the day, we're not used to doing all these things all at once. So something falls off and it becomes too much to remember. You haven't added the correct triggers. So it becomes harder to maintain. A good trick is to do habit triggers. If you want to incorporate maybe drinking a cup of tea every night. Before you go up to bed, make your cup of tea. That's gonna be your trigger. Like when you turn off the TV or whatever the last thing is you do for the day, when you get up off the couch, that's your trigger that between the couch and upstairs, you're making the tea, okay? So you make the tea and that's your trigger. As you're drinking your tea, maybe that's your downtime to either plan for the next day or read a chapter of the book you're reading. And when you incorporate these triggers together, then it becomes easier to form the habit. Another example might be if you want to add push ups to your daily routine. You want to do 10 push ups a day. You don't like doing push ups, so for you to just say, oh, as long as I do. 10 push-ups sometime during the day. That's easy, right? I can do 10 push-ups sometime during the 16 hours I'm awake. What happens is you don't like doing the push-ups, so you keep putting it off. Instead, maybe try a trigger. If you step out of bed, you know, once you once your feet hit the ground in the morning, that's your trigger to now drop down to your hands and do your 10 push-ups. Or when you take your lunch break. Before you eat your lunch or before you have your lunch break and sit down at the table, drop down and do your 10 push ups. Pair it with something that you're already going to do, and that's gonna make it a lot easier to remember to do it. Another reason that you might not be um, maintaining your rituals is you just don't want to change. And that's an okay thing to admit some things we don't wanna do, right? Going back to the push-ups, maybe you don't want to do the push-ups, but it's one of those things that you know is good for you, it's better for you. It's just more fun to do something else. It's just more fun to scroll Instagram instead. So you've gotta recognize that though and recognize that those might take a little bit more time and a little bit more work and discipline if it's something that you do actually wanna incorporate. If you decide that, even though you don't like to do this thing, but it is something that you wanna incorporate, you can try the Kaizen method. Now the Kaizen method just says do something for 60 seconds at the same time every day. That's the two keys to this. It's the same time every day and also just start it. Do it for 60 seconds. Typically what happens is we get started and we'll keep going. So if you're an author, and you want to write a 1,000 words a day. That's a lot, but you want to write a 1,000 words a day, and you sit down at your desk, and you want to start writing for 60 seconds. Just get some words on the page. I want to write 10 to 20 words. Usually what happens is when we get started with something, we're just going to keep going. we we'll are keep going until we're done or until time's up. If you go back to the push-up scenario, if I just do push-ups for 60 seconds. you could probably do 10 by then but let's say you were shooting for more, let's say you were shooting for 50 and you just do it for 60 seconds chances are you're gonna keep going longer than the minute. so that's the key. do it the same time every day and just get it started start it say you're gonna start for a minute and if you continue to go then you can keep going. that's a good trick to uh, incorporate. all right so step three is you're gonna have to eliminate distractions. Now, like I said before, this will depend on your work style. Some people can have distractions and work. You know, you can have music on, you can be in the middle of the park while people are running by and playing Frisbee. Typically, you're not gonna get in that deep workflow. So if you're looking to get in deep workflow, then you want to eliminate distractions. Now, you'll have to know what kind of distractions Are pulling away your focus. Some people are distracted by social media. Some people are distracted by, you know, other websites or news channels or news websites. You've got to know what your particular distraction is in order to combat it. So there's a couple apps that you can use, um, you know, website blockers. You can use Procrastinator, which blocks Facebook and other sites that you include on there. Strict Workflow. YouTube blocker, all those kinds of things, and I'll drop some links in the show notes so you can check those out if you tend to get distracted by things like Facebook and YouTube. You wanna turn off those websites, and maybe even if you have your phone nearby, you wanna put it in airplane mode or turn it face down so you don't see the notifications if you do still have notifications on. Just wanna set yourself up for success. Step four is gonna be set a timer. And set your timer, whether that's 25 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it is. And the thing with setting a timer, why it works is that we know we have this finite amount of time to do some work. So if you say I'm working on client A's material and I have 30 minutes to do it and you know exactly what you're going to be working on that's going to motivate you to finish it in that 30 minutes. If you are just willy-nilly, I am sitting down to work from eight to 12 until lunch, I have to do client A, client B, and then work on my website, there's too much free time and your time will expand. So you have to really compress your time and really compress your activities into certain timers so that you know exactly what you should be working on. Step five, you've all heard it, eat the frog. Eat that frog means do the hardest thing first. If you do the hardest thing first, that's the worst thing you're gonna have to do all day. So you do that one first, get it out of the way. It probably will take the longest amount of time. So once you've kicked that off of your list, you can go on to everything else. Some people don't work well with the eat the frog. I tend to like putting some quick wins in as well. Some days I'll switch it up, put some quick wins in early. If I have a few things on my list, I know it's you know some of them are gonna take 10 or 20 minutes, I might knock them out first just to kind of get my head flowing, get in the zone, and then I'll go into the whole eat the frog scenario. So it's up to you. Again, it goes back to what is your work style? You wanna know... How you work best. If you put that frog at the top of your list and yet you're still looking at it, and then 45 minutes goes by and you're just going, I don't want to do this, or you're going really slow, that's something you have to know about your personality. So, a lot of this is going to be a trial and error before you kind of 100% get it right. But the key is going to be to decide what you're going to do and get it in motion. So whether that's gonna be eating the frog first or eating it in the middle and putting in some quick wins for yourself, you just have to know what you're gonna do and just do it. And it goes back to creating a finite amount of time to do those things. So if you have a small quick win, make sure you say this should take me 10 minutes and let it take 10 minutes. Don't let your time expand. Step six is reward yourself. And this is a hard one for me because as a creative, I'm always thinking, I've always got ideas in my head, I'm always thinking I have to work, and I'm always on the computer tinkering with something, and rewarding yourself can be anything, right? It runs the gamut from as little as taking a break to walk outside, to taking a bath later that night, to going to a spa or spending some money on yourself. So reward yourself can be anything, that's up to you. It could be as simple as I have this huge chocolate bar in the refrigerator that I have been dying to get into and once I finish this big giant task, I can have a few squares. You know, it can be as simple as that. It can be a glass of wine. It can be you wanna watch your favorite TV show that you haven't seen in a while or you allow yourself to watch Uh, one hour of TV a night after you finished everything and you are so looking forward to it, but only if you finish everything. So you're gonna have to determine what your rewards are, but I do recommend put those little rewards in there every once in a while. And the last tip I wanna give you today for dealing with self-discipline is plan your day the night before. You hear it all the time, I say it all the time, but it's a game changer, and if you're not already doing it, you need to be planning your day the night before. There's nothing worse than getting up in the morning, getting out of bed, getting ready for the day, and then going over to your desk and sitting down and then going, now what? It wastes a lot of time. It's gonna waste a part of your morning. It's gonna waste the first part of when you get to your desk and start getting in the zone because you're starting to do the planning and figuring that out that's going to take you 20 or 30 minutes. And that's 20 or 30 minutes that you could have already gotten into it. And if you've already made your tea, your coffee, you want to be getting started at that point. So the night before, you want to sit down with your planner or your calendar, or even just a notepad and just kind of dump out What are your next steps? List out what your next steps are for whatever projects you're working on. If you're working with clients, what are you currently doing for your clients right now and what the next steps are? Also, keep in mind that you just wanna work on a few things. So I recommend one big thing, three medium things, and you can do like five small tasks. You shouldn't have more than 10 things on your list because... When you think about it, the huge giant project usually will take you about two to three hours of your day. And that's probably your frog. You don't wanna be doing that and then you still have some other big, huge things to work on. So those are the seven steps to increasing your self-discipline and tackling your consistency. So remember again, First, take responsibility for the fact that you aren't being consistent and find the ways to examine either how to get past it or how to work with your personality and your work style to incorporate more consistency. Okay, that is my Friday episode. Have a lovely rest of the week and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Coffee Powered Systems. You can find links to everything mentioned in the episode down in the show notes or on the website at MirandaMerton.com. If you enjoyed this episode and would love to continue mastering your workflows and processes, subscribe on your favorite podcast player and join me here next time.